0: So welcome everyone um, to uh, Happy Life Habits, Inspiration Point, um, Series 3, Episode 6. So this is our final um, episode of um, the series and final episode for the time being. And we have had 12 wonderful weeks um, back to back of um, Inspiration Point. And today with Episode 6, we are joined by Karupa Patel, um, Wonder Woman, and She will share um, her journey uh, with us. But uh, what we would like to do is, um, as usual, um, ask everyone just to take a checkpoint and use the scale of 0 to 10, but not using the number 7, but fractions and decimals are allowed. Just check in where you are right now and what your happiness level is and just make a note of that. And if you feel um, happy to share it on the chat, please do share it on the chat. For those of you who are uh, joining us for the first time, um, the happiness level is unique to you. It's your scale. So someone's night might be someone else's six. This is your scale. This is your happiness level at this point in time. And um, so if your number is different from someone else's, do not worry. It's your number. It's your scale. It's unique to you. And the main purpose of this is it's there to raise awareness. It's there as a checkpoint for us to see where we are, on our happiness um, levels. And then uh, by raising the awareness, it gives us the option of choice. And if it's a number which is less than what we wish, we can choose to change that and improve that. And this is what we teach um, through Happy Life Habits. And then the next part is taking action, which is part of the habits, part of taking action and building it in to make the awareness, choice and action a regular part of our uh, lives. That's what we're uh, working with. So grand rules, um, the session is being recorded um, and will be uploaded onto um, various platforms. Um, If you can put your mobile um, mobile phones on silent for the duration of the session, that'd be great. If you can stay on mute, um, that'd be wonderful. And um, when we come to the interview section, if you uh, can switch off your videos, and then later on, when we come to the Q and A, um, please uh, you know, feel free to switch your videos on and ask your questions either via the chat or um, directly. So, uh, I'm um, Shani Shah, a happiness coach trained in the science of happiness and through happy life habits, uh, possibly impacting people's happiness and well-being levels. And one of our projects is Inspiration Point, and this uh, podcast um, project is about. Having guests on the show and the guests are inspiring, positive, extraordinary people sharing their journey, their challenges and turning points, the daily habits that they have and the learning they have had through personal development, happiness and spirituality. And uh, uh, as we hear um, the different stories across the various episodes, we see a commonness there, we see a uniqueness there at the same time. And there's many things we can relate to and resonate with. And during this one hour, you know, we're uplifted, we're in an area of positivity and inspiration. And each um, episode is based on nine, 10, um, questions um, each week. Um, and some of the examples of those questions are, what makes you happy? What are you currently doing that inspires you? And what's been your journey, challenges and turning points? So as we ask um, uh, uh, Parupa these questions, you might want to take a moment also to think about what are the answers for you for these um, questions. Uh, we are very grateful to our sponsors, Alex Consultancy, who have sponsored the whole six episodes of this series. And the series um, is a special one um, dedicated to women, uh, dedicated to International Women's Day and um, also Mother's Day. So when we started the series, all of those things were unfolding at the beginning of the series, and uh, we've labelled each of our guests as a Wonder Woman on this series. And as I mentioned, today's guest is Karupa. So Karupa was born to lead a life of adventure, and whatever challenges uh, 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 may come, you know, to work through those. Um, she's very happy Um oops. She's a very happy-go-lucky person uh, who has thrived at every opportunity and has, a, a, what I would say, you know, a, a real sense of curiosity, a growth mindset, um, and a positive attitude. And we will hear this as we hear her journey of uh, the different opportunities that have come her way, some she's created, some which have landed, and how she's you know, taken those on and let like, go of you know, um, the previous um, opportunities um, she had and um, moved along in her journey in that uh, way. Um, she uh, has background in sports and um, leisure and business, and she's had the privilege to work in many um, different arenas of life, um, such as retail so, um, and the airline industry and um, working and living abroad, um, just to name a, a few. And at the current moment, she is a, a yoga teacher. Um, so, she, know her working career started um, with Topshop she um, was uh, in a situation where um, circumstances meant that you know further education and university education weren't um, uh, 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 an option and she needed to go into um, uh, uh, the working world and she started um, you know that journey working in Topshop and moved into managed consultancy, consultancy, um, went on a holiday um, to uh, Malta and uh, became a, a bar dancer there. Um, spent two years um, um, uh, being hired to look after the bar in um, in Malta. Um, joined um, the BA cabin crew, and that's not an easy thing to get into, um, to yeah, become a, I think, a cabin crew. Um, a mental health supporter, uh, or a mental health support worker, and through that, um, the story of how she became a yoga teacher will unfold and she is a cancer um, patient um, added to all of that. Um, As we hear um, her journey, you know, that sense of passion and a zest for life will um, come through from, you know, an early stage. And having um, the strength and courage And the determination to face whatever challenges were brought to um, the forefront, and with that, um, we say she is, um, you know, her very own uh, Wonder Woman, and that's then lent itself to the title for each of our um, six um, episode speakers. Um, A real big influence on her was um, the book, uh, the autobiography of a yogi, by. Um, Mahansa uh, Yogananda Nanda, and this book, you know, really had a big influence and it helped um, her flip her thinking and her, um, her way of life. So that is um, our um, introduction um, to Karupa. The other thing I will add is um, I met um, Karupa properly in January. I had a couple of conversations in November, December, but um, Karupa um is a graduate of our happy life habits gratitude and journal training course which we um ran uh, starting on the first of january and um, she was encouraged to come on that course by um uh, indira and Pragna, who had also done the course previously and our students of um karupa um, um and attend her um, yoga sessions and, and were keen um to connect all of us up um, together and i am so glad that um, They did, and in fact, Karupa did join um, the Gratitude course, uh, Gratitude general course, and then from there, uh, conversations led us to hearing her journey. So really warm welcome, Karupa. Thank you so much um, for committing and saying yes to joining us. And what I would like to do is um, just ask if everyone can keep their videos off for the time being. And on your Zoom, if you want to go to view and choose the option of um, view speaker instead of gallery then on your screen you should be able to see um karupa and myself um, um uh, in an enlarged um, space um which will help um, uh, the session so karupa what makes you happy well
1: it's the same things in life make me happy um it's being with people, children love, the sun in the morning, and...
0: Karupa, I think um, the, uh, internet connection is not so strong. It's breaking
1: up. I was just reading a couple of texts make me smile. And not... That's no good. Okay, do you want me to move?
0: I think, yeah, I think it might. Oh, know. Your screen is frozen.
1: Oh, I'll move. I'm going to move, okay? Yep. Give me two
0: minutes. Can, that's fine. You carry on with that. What I will do is I'll just um, ask um, a quick, um, yeah, I'll share a couple of things with um, the team. So... While Karupa gets um, ready with that, I will take the opportunity um, to say that um, tomorrow, um, I am taking part in a talk organized by uh, Ratchandra Mission Dharampur. And uh, this is uh, part of their Welder series um, set of talks, um, which they started recently. And I'll be doing a talk on the what, why, and the how on the science of happiness. It's a free talk. Um, It's tomorrow evening, 8 o'clock till actually 9.30, not um, 9 o'clock. We've revised the training to incorporate some um, activities as well as um, uh, Q&A. And the Zoom details are on here as well as on um, the Happy Life Habits website on the event page. So that is... Uh, one thing um, for you guys um, to consider and be aware of. The other thing I'll quickly share as well um, is um, uh, Mental Health Awareness Week is in um, May, so a few weeks away. And what we are doing is supporting Mental Health Awareness Week by um, hosting a 21-day Simply Living Challenge. Uh, This is free. It's fun. Um, You sign up, and each day you get an email in your inbox with either a quote a story a reflection, or an action and um, it, it comes first thing in the morning you can digest it think it over and there's um, a, a link on there where you can go into um, a, a deeper article or a video which expands it a little bit more so and keep it in your you know awareness and then later on um, you can go into the platform that it's hosted on put in your entry for uh, and your experience for that day and also read other people's experiences off um, each day's um, challenge. And this really does help um, create a routine and a discipline where it's coming in each day and it helps shift uh, the mindset. And like I said, it's starting um, 9th of May, so just a few weeks away. And again, the sign up details are on um, uh, the Happy Life Habits website or events page and on the blog article as well. So it's a free one and it's one which really can help um, support during um, mental health events, but also, like I said, help develop a routine and a habit and something to look forward to each day of what is, you know, the task or the challenge or um, the insight for um, that day. And pretty much most of last year from January to June, each month I was hosting these and really benefiting from um, taking part in various different um, challenges. So we'll stop On that and we'll come back and we'll just ask um, Karupa to um, say. Karupa, what makes you happy? Um,
1: As much as it may sound cliche but it's the simple things in life that make me happy. Things like children laughing, comedy on the screen, being with friends and enjoying what there is maybe out in the park or just waking up every day and knowing that you're fit and well and the happiness which the happiness that I feel comes from inside mm. and so yeah it's the it's simple things and that took a long time to sort of figure out that once I find the happiness inside that's always going to be with me and nothing can take that away.
0: No, absolutely. And I think um, many of us are um, aware and uh, uh, at least consciously aware that real happiness is from within. And a lot of the stuff that um, people attribute happiness is external, but yeah, real happiness is from within. And you mentioned, you know, the simple things in life and that, (laughs) with what I just shared of the challenge, it's about simple living. And so, yes. it, it, I, I think um, it yeah really fits in nicely. Um, some of those thoughts uh, from there, great. Uh, and the sound quality is brilliant now, and okay. it's not frozen. So thank <laughs> you for that. Uh, what are you currently doing that inspires you? Wow.
1: Well, um, well, my yoga. That's the people whom I teach. Um, The Yoga is one of the biggest things because I teach a variance of students um, with all sorts of abilities. I teach children, I teach adults, and I also teach um, special needs yoga. And the clients at the center, they are of all abilities. Some have mental health challenges, some have physical challenges. And I've been teaching them for, I would say, a good part of 14 years and they turn up every single week and seeing how they progress and how they receive the yoga they don't let anything they don't let anything stop them and that in itself is inspiration hmm. and that just just motivates me to, 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 to do the best I can for everyone that that sort of comes into comes it comes into my into my life and sort of also learning from children inspire me because as I've been teaching children children have a very different see things very very differently from adults and I've learned a, a lot from them just by the questions they ask their curiosity and the willingness to learn, and that inspires me to to learn more about what they know. So those kind of things they really keep me going.
0: Excellent. And you, what you had shared with me was also um, a lot of um, stuff which was um, creativity related.
1: Ah, yes, yes, yes. Um, I absolutely love all forms of creativity. Um, I love dancing. When I dance. I just go into my own little bubble and nothing else exists. I dance as if nobody's watching. It could be in a supermarket. It could be in the street, in the park. Doesn't matter, I can have my headphones on or something could be blaring through the tannoy. If I like it, I'm gonna get up there and just dance. And so dance is a big thing, just movement in itself. Because when you've been restricted from movement and you can move, it's a great thing. And I like, I always thought I couldn't draw and I probably can't, but you know what? I think I've been, I've been listening to some calm podcasts and there was a, a lady that spoke on there saying, "If it doesn't matter if you're not good at it. You can be, so long as you enjoy it, you can enjoy being bad at something. And I thought, you know what, that's so true. I'm going to be bad at drawing and I'm going to enjoy it. So it was, I absolutely love it. And so that's another thing that's freed my mind about creativity where I've always known there's some, there's creativity in me, but I've been afraid to, I've always thought, oh, I can't draw because my partner's family is full of artists, great artists, pottery, ceramicists, arts, music, all of that. And I look, look at that and I think, wow, I can't draw like that. I can't throw a pot
0: like that. But
1: then I thought, I don't care. I'm just going to do it anyway because I enjoy it.
0: Fantastic. <laughs> now, that's, uh, that, that's a quite an actually important um, distinction to bring through. You know, even if you're not good at it, but you enjoy it, pursue it.
1: Uh, so. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because it's your own... It's your own thing. And in this podcast, which I was listening to, it was, you could do it for years and years and years. And it doesn't matter because you are getting that fulfillment from that whatever it is you do. Do, And I really embrace that. And I have a list of things which I want to do. And I will do things like horse riding and kite surfing and, because I'm a very adventurous person. So like when... I was going through some of my treatments. I thought, right, once this treatment is over, I'm going to get out there and I've got, right, I, I want to fly a plane, like what a small light aircraft. I'm going to take flying lessons. I want to ride a horse. I'm going to do horse riding. I want to do kite surfing. So I'm going to go and do kite surfing. So yeah, the world's a big place and full of adventure.
0: So you make your little back bucket list? <laughs>
1: yes yes a bucket list which is constantly being filled
0: yeah that's good and I think that what you just shared there is one of the other important aspects of having goals and things to work towards yeah Um, and you know one of the things with um, what they say about goals is it's not necessarily meeting the goal but who you become in that journey as you head towards the goal and what you learn from it so that's uh, a
1: destination uh, yeah
0: yeah that's a a, a, cool Uh, and there was one other one you mentioned which is a a new addition to um the things that inspire you um uh, your puppies
1: oh yes my little puppies (laughs) they are just so cute they are a handful but i they keep me very very busy and i wanted when the past two years has been very very sort of challenging And so my timetable, mental timetable, physical timetable was all over the place. So one thing I really wanted to do is that I just wanted to be up early to enjoy the day and make the most of the day. And so, but I didn't have a reason and I couldn't, I wasn't doing it. So, I mean, the puppies were in the background anyway, and then we got puppies. And now it's just absolutely wonderful because I've, for the past month, I've seen every sunrise and near enough every sunset because the puppies have got to take the puppies to the park. And I've seen nature change right in front of my eyes. The landscape of um, Greenwich Park just changing with, with the morning light, with the evening light, with the buds blooming, with the green the grass becoming greener it's just miraculous it really really is so yeah that that they've been an absolute joy and that's another kind of thing which I've added to my life
0: yeah and they're a new edition of being three and five months
1: old So yes. a, a
0: recent edition
1: yes yeah, so you came about the first one came about in January the second one came about in March
0: awesome fantastic great So that then does lead us on to um, the key um, um, uh, big question of, what's been your journey uh, and challenges and major turning points?
1: Okay, the challenges have come in all sorts of shapes and sizes and um, I've embraced them all in like a previous conversation which we had. uh, I've never seen anything as a problem because when you words play a very very important parts in the way I see things because if you say oh right I've got a problem, to me that sounds very heavy. But if it's someone says right we've got a challenge, I'm like okay, what can we do to overcome this challenge? So it's been my journey has been a constant it's been a constant working progress with things that just come and go, but having to deal with them and with different... First of all, I think one of the major challenges was um, my dad passing away when I was in my late teens, maybe early twenties. And so even then when that happened, it was a case of, right, um, okay, just got to get on with it. I don't have the luxury of someone there to say they're there it's going to be okay didn't have the luxury of um there any anyone to support myself my mum and my sister my old sister so it was right okay I that's when I had to kind of like step up and become the head of the house although I'm the youngest in the house and say right I need to take take a hold of the reins and take this somewhere just working out how to run a house, um, pay bills, um, DIY, all of that sort of thing. Luckily I was interested in all that, all that kind of stuff. So my education actually stopped there. So I got finished my college yeah. and didn't go into university um, because needed to earn money, money to support the house and to, to look after ourselves because that that was it so didn't even think about university the way I see my university it's the university of life being out in the big bad world and so that was I would say one of the biggest challenges I faced early on in my years yeah. and then it, it was a kind of it, it just kind of it made me grow I mean I was grown up but then it just it, I didn't see it as, a, as if a big burden. I just saw it as this is what I needed to do. Um, I've got to step up and just take control of what needs to be be done. So that's what I did. Um, So yeah, that was the first major challenge which I had. And then I was going, when I was with the airline industry, I went through uh, towards the end of my career, Um, with the airline industry, it just got a little bit tough because of external things. Where, when you're working, one thing I learned about working for corporate companies is that they don't have your back. Um, to, To them, you're just a number. And if you pull them up on something, they're not going to support you with that. And so my health went downhill I went downhill. Um, I was in a legal battle with them for a long, long time. So that was a major challenge. And having not been through anything like that before, it was very, very daunting. And I didn't, again, I didn't have a support around me. And so that, that was quite challenging, but you know, through the grace of God, through determination and whatever, I just, got on with it and and then just one day um, there was a massive shift after reading a certain book it was one bit which I read in there which was I don't remember the exact words but it was pretty much like you, you can't change the past but you can change your future and so that just got me thinking like I can either go down or I can just keep on going up, I can dig myself out of this and just keep going. And that's what I did. I flipped my, flipped my life on 80 and thought, right, okay, let's grab the reins and get going again. Mm. And of, of late, one of the biggest challenges, which I've had again, was a health challenge. Um, fit, healthy, um, didn't even see it coming. I don't think anyone would. Um, late November 2018 I was I found a lump and I thought it's nothing it's nothing but I thought you know what let me just go get it checked out Mm. went and got it checked out and still I thought nah, it's nothing and then um, having the biopsy and everything it turned out to be cancer and I was like right okay um hmm so when that's first said to you You just think, okay, did I just hear that right? I laughed. Then it was a shock. And then it just took a bit of time to get over that, thinking, hang about, what's just happened there? It wasn't a case of, oh, why has this happened to me? Or anything like that. It was none of this victim mentality. I just couldn't understand it. because. I'm fit I'm healthy I eat well I exercise I've got a great frame of mind Mm. so why what have I done wrong that was and that's what I couldn't accept I thought I was blaming myself I was like what can what have I done wrong with this Mm. and I didn't broadcast this or anything I have some very close friends who supported me all the way through it and and my my close family, so it was something which I kept very sort of, because I wanted to keep life very very normal, hmm. and in norm well whatever normal is for me. Yep. And so again, I thought, right, okay, um, I'm very proud. Dealt with it very pragmatically, and I thought, right, okay, this thing is here, and um, I've just got to deal with it, and just it was it was there on the site. I did everything which I needed to do, like it went for the surgeries and for the first year for 2019, I just did I had a couple of surgeries and then in 2020 when it returned, sorry, tail end of 2019 when it returned, I was like, I declined chemotherapy twice. Um, because I wanted to try all the all the alternatives which I which I knew about. And I thought, let me just give it a go. Okay. And then when it returns at the tail end of 2019, I thought, oh, oh, again. And so I thought, right, let's just blast this thing with chemo and went through chemo for um, uh, the good part of last year. Yeah. Locked up help with that one. So that was pretty good. And so, and I just thought, all right, this is just another challenge. Just got to get on with stuff and i kept life very very normal i just kept everything as 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 i as i did kept doing my yoga kept to my timetable and doing whatever i did so So
0: kept the routines in place
1: kept my root yes kept my routines in place because that's the way i thought right this thing is just there and i will just deal with it not dismissing it don't get me wrong or didn't dismiss it yeah I said, right, I know what's going on, but it's not going to take over my life. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't, def, didn't define me as a person. Mm. And even with my friends, I said, you know what? You treat me the same. Don't even try to comfort me or anything. Mm. Unless I say, girls, I'm having a really bad time. Mm. Then, you know, do what you need to do. But other than that, just, t- just treat me as coops. And that's who I am. And let's just get on with this. And that really, really, really helped. It really, really did. I had some fantastic people around me. And the reason why I didn't tell a lot of people is because I didn't want to make a big deal out of it. I wanted to keep things very, you know, it's like, if more people are asking about, oh, how the conversation around you is about cancer. And I don't want to talk about it if I don't need to. Mm. Um, and that, so I just thought, what's the point? I'll just get on with it. And I'm so glad I did. And because the first year was so coaster ish You know, first of all, you've got it. Then it's, you've been cleared. You've got it. You've been cleared. So you're like, oh, for goodness sake. Yeah. And so when I started my treatment, only a handful of people knew. Mm. And I had then lockdown, as I said, lockdown really, really helped with that. But I was ready, I was actually ready for chemo then because my mm. mind was that um, mentally I was like, right, I'm ready for losing all my hair, losing my eyebrows, whatever this thing brings, I'm ready for it. And um, I had straight hair down to my shoulder, well, down halfway down my back. Yeah. And then I cut it and now I've got this curly mop and I absolutely love it. It's embracing. I don't know what's going to happen with this. I'm just going with it. I'm running with it. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's been my challenges so far. Uh, and if there is any more, bring them on.
0: Yeah. And you um, have been given the old clear on cancer?
1: Yes, yes, I have. Um, when was that? Uh, I think that was February, March. Because people were asking me, like, so what happens now? I'm like, I don't know. I have no idea. And then I had a had a phone consultation appointment with the oncologist, and she says all your tests and scans have come back clear. And so I'm giving you the all clear. I'm like, yay! Fantastic.
0: Awesome. So, yes, let's um go kite surfing. <laughs> that was just this February, March, just
1: gone. Yes, it was this year. This year, yes, because wow. I. After the chemo, I had a, a blast of radiotherapy as well, just to get any of the last buggers that were left in there. Yeah. So yeah, so it's just this year.
0: And you also had the thirty-day gratitude and journal habit course in, at the start yes, of the year. As
1: well. Yes, yes. <laughs> so that's <laughs> you know, the happy life habits thing. That was just amazing because I sort of said to a couple of my friends, I really want to sort of give time back to myself, and I wanted to do things for myself so doing the happy life habits which both Indira and Pragna mentioned to me which I'm so grateful for them to do that they did that it really sort of started got me back to me again. Yeah. I don't know what the future me holds but there's no going back to whatever it is whoever I was but there's only going forwards yeah. so I got to do that and I did another a yoga course to add to my but my, my another string my yeah. yoga. So it's, for want of better words, it's all about me. Yeah. <laughs>
0: no, That's an excellent and uh, great, I think, the way you've uh, shared of how you handled the, you know, the cancer of not being in the victim mode, taking yes. it as a fact of this is it, now what do we do about it? And also yes. uh, the message you gave to the close family and friends of how to uh, interact and treat you. Uh, yes. That and that uh, the other thing you had shared with me was how you started out the session as well um the words so when we spoke um previously yeah. uh, you know i, I had said you're know, battling cancer and you said no, no i don't cancer. say i'm battling cancer you say oh, you know, oh, cancer oh, yeah. gave you a challenge
1: yes and also yes cancer did give me a challenge it was it was challenging and you think right okay and i again it's not i'm not a i'm not a survivor I'm not a survivor. I'm a, I'm a warrior. I am one hell of a warrior. I'm a warrior woman. And I am re- I was ready for this. I, no, I wasn't ready for it, but that's the mentality, which I have. A yeah. warrior just gets back on his or her feet and keeps going. And the, but whatever, whatever comes, I was ready for it because again, as I said, right at the beginning, words play a very, very, are very powerful on how they're used. So I always use words which are going to empower me. Mm. Like if I say, if I wake up and say, you know what? I am a warrior. I'm not a warrior. I am a warrior. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm a warrior Wonder Woman. Yeah, I'm there. Mm. So yes, so I, I choose to use, even like within sentence, I might be saying to you, like, oh, Shane, it's a really nice day out there. But I've read the, and I'm, I won't say. But it might rain. I might say. However, it might rain. So yeah. it changes the whole thing. Just little words just change. So I'm always sort of aware of what kind of words I'm using.
0: No, for my it's, own. no, it, it, that's really important, and it you know ties very closely with um, some of the stuff that's shared in neuro linguistic programming as well about yeah. uh, the impact that words can have. No, that's great. Thank you for sharing um, those three different challenges intermixed between those challenges is your um, uh, uh, journey of um, opportunities. So it, it'd be nice, I think, to hear um, the top man uh, uh, story. And then uh, I think everyone wants to hear about the bar dancing and managing <laughs> the bar uh, uh, and how that came about. Um, yeah, well, and, you, you, and you mentioned the having crew. So a little bit about how, you know, what big deal it is to become cabin crew and then yeah. I think um the yoga how you you know became a, a yoga teacher I think those uh, four aspects would be good to pull out
1: okay so with the well top, top shop was my first major job I was um the system manager of top shop when it was a big store in Oxford Circus and I was sitting in the reception waiting to go in for my interview and this chap walked past and he just turned to the receptionist and said make sure she gets the job and I was like what I was like really sort of baffled by this Uh, so I went for the interview and whatever have you and I thought I did really really well and it was my merits that got me the job but actually this chap, he'd seen me in, he was the the manager of Topshop, Top Man. He'd seen me and he'd actually said, I want her to do the job. Yeah. So I'd got the job before I'd even had the interview. So the interview was just, I don't even know what. And he wasn't the one that interviewed me. So that was great. Um, and I did that for a long, long time. And as well as learning about the shop floor, because I've got such a curiosity, I learned about the buying, the selling, the not the selling, the buying, how to dress windows, the creativity of that all. And then um, I moved on to management consultancy, which meh, wasn't that great. Um, it was a nine to five being stuck at a desk and I'm like, nah, don't like this. So I was doing that for a while. And then I went on holiday with my my sister and some friends and there was this big do not enter sign. And what do I do? I'm like, Hmm, I'm going straight there. Went there. There was this bar, this massive bar and I went in there and it was packed and there was nowhere to dance. I saw this barrel and I thought, I'm going to get on the barrel and I'm going to dance. So I got on this barrel and I started (laughs) dancing on this barrel. And because as I said before, when I dance, I go into my own bubble. I don't like people near me. Don't come near me. I'm dancing. I don't need to dance anyone. I want to dance with myself. So I was having a whale of this time on this barrel dancing and we went there every, every night. And then the second to last night I was there, this chap came up to me and he goes, oh, um, uh will you will you come back here uh, i've got a party in a couple of weeks time will you be my dancer and i was like yeah sure why not so i we went back for the week weekend and then um when i was there he goes um do you want to come and work here for summer i was like yeah sure i didn't like my job back in london so he goes come and work for summer and i was like yeah sure i'll do that didn't even think about it and i went over there and then um Sort of two months in, he goes, What did you do back in London? I said, I did, um, I managed Top Shop in Noxus Circus and did management consulting. He goes, Ah, do you want to manage this place? I was like, Yeah, sure. So I did that for a couple of years, like a year and a half or whatever it was. And then um, I outgrew Malta, came back to the UK, started working over here in a bar. Wasn't quite the same. I couldn't dance on the bars there. And then um, I did a hospitality course um, and cabin crew course, just just for the fun of it. And uh, my cousin saw an advert for BA, for BA cabin crew. She goes, why didn't you go for it? I was like, yeah, sure. Why not? What's the worst that could happen? May not get it, but I'll go for it. Anyway, um, after a rigorous um, interview process, Again with the job, I'm like, yeah, great, fantastic, and I just carried on, you know, just didn't really think much of it. And then um probably about six months into it, you get chatting with other people that work there, people that've been there for donkeys years. Mm. And there was this lady; she was she was ground staff there. She goes, "Oh, how long have you been here?" I said, "I've been here for six months." She goes, "I've been trying for years to be cabin crew." I was like, "What?" She goes, "Yep." Yeah people that work in British Airways, they um, even, they've been trying for years to become cabin crew. And I didn't realize that there, there were only 300 spaces and there are only uh, over 9,000 applicants. And I didn't even know that. So it's a wow. really, really big deal to get, um, to get to be cabin crew and I was like, Oh wow! Oh, okay. So um, yeah, I had a ball there. I had a ball in British Airways. It was great flying around all over Europe. Got to see so many places. Again, loads of adventure. And then um, I had a bit of a, a bit of a challenge at um, yeah. at British Airways, but I won't go into that. Yeah. So then that took me to um, leaving British Airways and then working for mental health. Yeah. And so when I was working for mental health. I was a support worker at um, one of the day centers and whilst I was there there used to be a yoga teacher used to come in to teach the clients yoga he was running late once and so I thought let me just do what I've seen this teacher do so I did that and so the teacher came and um, I said right you could take over because no no you carry on I'm like what so I carried on then after it goes um have you considered being a yoga teacher? I said, no, my experience of yoga has been rubbish. I said, "Yo, yeah, there's nothing to yoga. Yoga is just rubbish. He goes, come to my class. I was like, what am I going to learn here? And so I went along to his class and oh my gosh, it was so hard. It was so hard. And I'm like, oh my God, how can I not hold this posture? Why, why can't I balance? And so then I really got to know the fundamentals about yoga, what yoga really, really is. Mm -hmm. And I was intrigued. I was so intrigued by it. So I started on the physical side of yoga about why can't I do this asana? Why can't I hold this warrior pose? Why does my leg hurt? Why do I find this so difficult? I've been doing sports and fitness all my life. Why can't Mm -hmm. I do this? So it was a challenge to myself. Yeah. So as I went along and I thought, this is amazing. I felt a physical change, a real physical change. And then I found the mental change and that's how I became a yoga teacher. So again, every opportunity which I've had for work has come to me and I've gone, yeah, why not? (laughs) So yeah, that's been, that's been my journey for work.
0: Yeah, and that's the, a, a, a very you know, um, wonderful attitude of, yeah, why not? Because often it's a case of, no, I can't do this, or resistance you know, kicks in, or doubt, and all of these things which um, stop us from uh, pursuing these opportunities. Yeah. And that, you know, why not is, uh, yes, why not? And seeing what unfolds is a, a, a brilliant approach. And also being able to let go of whatever you were, had at that moment in time, as yes. you know, especially in a work environment where, as you said, you know, you went into it because of circumstances, because uh, needed, you know, for the household. Mm-hmm. To then be in that situation of changing jobs and letting go of one and saying yes to another is, you know, for many, you know, a sense of loss of security and mm-hmm. um, of worry. But uh, <laughs> that wasn't was the focus. Fun
1: yeah I've always worked hard in whatever job I've done I've given it 100 yeah. percent and one of my one of my things which I always say to myself is what is the worst that can happen and when I know what the worst that can happen is and I'm okay with that full steam ahead
0: awesome brilliant now thank you for that and uh... Yeah, a uh, really interesting journey in and approach uh, both with the challenges and the work stuff, so thank you for that. Um, what are some of the daily habits and routines that support you?
1: Well, one of my one of my things is my attitude to gratitude. Um, gratitude serves me in so many ways, mm. um, especially through the life challenges that... You know that are thrown at you um, just thankful to be alive or b- because there was a point in my life where i had a really bad bad back and so i had a sciatic problem so to even like move was a problem i would be in so much agony but i still carried on hmm. and i would i would watch people just walking or just moving or just getting out of a chair and I'd, I would say to myself, if only I could do that without pain. Hmm. And when the day came that I could do it, I was like, thank you. And I never, ever take anything for granted. So my attitude to gratitude is massive. So sort of being grateful for the smallest of things, the small things, which are the big things, um, yep. you know, catch ups with friends. Um, I'm, I make it a habit, um, maybe not a daily habit, but a weekly habit that... I will touch base with one of my friends, not just to say, hi, bye. I will schedule some time out. We'll message each other and we'll say, okay, when can we catch up? Because it's about the quality of the time that I'm spending with that person on the phone or a video chat yeah. that I don't yeah. want to hi by. If, even when people message me, I will say, I may, may not reach their message straight away, but I'll message them and say, I've read it. I will contact you when i've got time because i just don't so i'm very so one of my habits is actually making sure i have time for people beautiful Um, that really really means a lot to me and especially my close friends and my close family and and to, to to things that matter to me like my own personal interests or like I I go and do sort of seva at the SRF, which is self-realization. So I want to have time to do all those things. So those sort of things that are my habits and also yoga every single day. Maybe not the physical yoga, but we're talking about the yoga comes in all its form, maybe bhakti yoga or meditation or dharana, whatever yoga it is. Yeah. I will do that.
0: That's excellent, uh, no, really fantastic. And you had shared with me um, a description of um, what you do in terms of um, introspection and reflection. Do you remember?
1: Yes, uh, yeah. I think that's yeah.
0: a really um, useful yeah. one to share.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So what I would do is if, say, I, I get, if I come across a situation in a day where I might have, reacted instead of acted I will take that back to myself and I think right okay why did I react to that meaning in a in a when I talk about reaction I talk about negative reactions maybe an outburst or something so I always claim responsibility for my for my actions I think that's a very major thing because I am responsible for what I say or how I feel nobody else Nobody, whatever anyone says it is up to me how I respond or how I react so it's always reflecting on like okay so why did I react in that way or why did I say that or why did I feel like that and if say a certain situation does come up and I feel felt in a certain way and it was still it still bugs me Again, it's about how I act, not react. I would go to that person and I, would not, I wouldn't say, no, 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 no. I would say, okay, so when you said this or when you did that, this is how I feel. This is how I felt. So it's still bringing it back to me, letting that person know about how I feel. And then it's up to them what they do with that. So reflection um, and introspection is a very big thing for me.
0: That's awesome, and that's all part of this inner work uh, that we all need to do, so uh, thank you for that. And that, just, you know, I guess coming back to uh, that carving out time with, you know, family or friends and having that dedicated time and uh, giving your full attention uh, in that moment to not be distracted and be in a fully present moment is such a wonderful gift um, to, uh, okay. share with others. And it really it it this also just comes down to that time is all we all we really have. All we have is time and all we have is you know, moments. And yes. to be able to share those moments and focus on um, the present moment and be fully you know uh, attentive to whoever's in front of you. Mm. It's one of the best gifts you can give. So also that you've got that and that's really great.
1: And that's one of the that's just remind me of one of the things which I've asked my I've asked for a gift from all my close girlfriends I was like, I want a gift of your time mm-hmm. so again one of the other things art I mentioned it earlier so I've got this blank canvas and it's going to be the traveling canvas and I will give it to each of the girls and it will stay covered up and all I want them to do is just paint, draw, do whatever they want on this canvas. I won't look at it. They won't know who's done which bit and they want them all to put something on this canvas and then I'm going to frame it. So that's that's their time on the wall that's going to be with me forever.
0: Oh, fantastic. Nice. Creative and interesting idea. Brilliant. Yeah. Good, good, good. So, uh, moving on to what is one of your favourite quotes?
1: Uh, well... I'm a bit greedy, I've got two. (laughs) (laughs) One is the Oscar Wilde, which is be yourself because everyone else is taken. And that was very prevalent to me because when I started the yoga, um, my teacher, fantastic teacher that he is, um, he threw me in at the deep end, he goes, right, I'm off to New York, take over my classes. And I was like, what? I was like, "Oh, oh, all right, then I'll do that. And so I was trying to be him because his student, he has a very, very high standard of teaching. And I wanted to deliver that. And I didn't want to upset. I I didn't want to, um, I wanted to give that. So I thought, right, I've got to be like him. And so I was channeling him and I wasn't being me. And so that was one of my biggest downfalls. And I just thought, you know what? Threw the cards up in the air and I thought, I'm just going to be me and that's when I developed my own thing and my second second favorite quote is let yourself be silently drawn by the stronger pull of what you truly love by Rumi Hmm. Uh,
0: yeah I, I love Rumi I don't think I've come across that one before until you shared it but um let yourself be slightly drawn by the stronger pull of what you feel like. So in a way, it's you following your passion kind of thing.
1: Absolutely, it? absolutely. Yeah. Because so many times we're told to study this, to do this, to do this, to be, do this, do this. And you find that your heart, your passion, your drive isn't in there, mm. in whatever it is. Luckily for myself, I've never had that, but I've seen it so much, Um, especially working with children. I've seen it so much where a child's desire is to to do something else, but they've been told to do this. Yeah. And it's quite heartbreaking because maybe a child or an adult, if they've been told, you know, you can't be a musician, you've got to have a proper job a musician is a proper job that person's soul is stifled it's shut down before it's even had a chance to sort of come out yeah so yeah that's one of my favorite quotes
0: No, that's awesome and um for those of you who um love um, bollywood movies what it reminds me of um is um, an awesome american film the three idiots so, um <laughs> Catch that one again if you haven't watched it recently. Um, uh, yes, yes. I think the essence of some of those things are uh, 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 within uh, those two quotes are within that movie. Brilliant. What is an achievement that you're proud of?
1: Okay, so um, when, when when I spoke to you, it was actually getting this far in life and being happy, being and having this great sense of humour. Hmm. And but I, you know what? I actually I was the whole thing about. Prince Philip came on with his passing and then the Duke of Edinburgh came on then I was remembering I was like oh my gosh I did the Duke of Edinburgh gold, um, bronze, silver and gold of course that's a great achievement oh wow and, but you see the thing is I was actually having this conversation with a friend of mine today that it's these sort of things that I don't remember as being big achievements and mm. that was a massive achievement when I look back at it and in 2014, 15, I think, uh, President um, Prime Minister Narendra Modi came over here. Yes. And so I was part of the yoga performance performing at Wembley Stadium on that big stage where great rockers like Aerosmith have been and George Michael and Michael Jackson. I was on that stage.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> wow.
1: Yeah, that's another massive achievement which I kind of like forgot about.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, my suggestion to you um, and Perupa is get yourself another canvas. This is your own canvas, and start to, uh, capturing some of these achievements of yours mm-hmm. onto yeah. that canvas. <laughs>
1: that's a good idea. I think I should do that. The achievements of my life. Yeah, <laughs> no,
0: that's what I um, uh, often tell people. Um, you know, it's, just, and it's what helped me when I was going through my stress journey as well, too, because your self-doubt's been knocked and your, uh, you know, uh, yeah, your self-doubt and your self-worth and esteem has been all knocked. So step back and think, OK, what have I achieved? And make it a list of those and saving mm-hmm. those moments. But if you capture that list, then whenever you're feeling a little bit off um, center, you can look upon that list and draw upon it and lift yourself up um, in that way. So. That achievements list, uh, it's not an ego thing, but it's a, a real Reminds yeah, yeah, a so supporter. Right. So, yeah, supporter. Yeah, your
1: soul rights, yeah.
0: that's one there. So um, what is one of your favourite books in white? Oh, oh, I think wow. you've touched up on this.
1: I think I have. It's autobiography yeah. of it. That's the man. That is the mm. man, yes. Um, as I said before, it's the the one, I can't, as I said, I can't remember it word for word, but it's pretty much like, you cannot change the past, um, but you can change your future. And so that was, that was when I made that conscious decision, right, okay, let's flip this thing over and dust myself off and keep going. Yeah, let's just
0: up there. Yeah. And that, um, that phrase or that thinking is one which um, Tony Robbins has also captured, where he says, your past does not equal your future. Mm, it's it's their sense of it saying it's one he often reiterates which you know stuck with me that when it's happened in the past is fine but it does not necessarily mean it equals your future and that's where what we do now can determine what our future is and that Mm -hmm. is the message takeaway also um, what did you learn from your parents
1: Oh, I learned a lot from them. But one of the major, a couple of the major things is to be respectful and humble no matter what, where, or who you have in your life. Um, from I mean, we've we've always come from humble beginnings, and I remember like my dad saying, Be grateful for everything you have. I mean, my parents they came over here when uh well well, early 70s and with nothing and they built their whole thing was building a foundation here so it wasn't about our education and making sure we did this with that and the other they my dad and my mum were just concerned about we need to build a foundation we've got to and that was most more important than checking your homework or making sure you're doing this or making sure you're doing that so it's it's that and um, if you've just got mung beans and rice to eat be happy with your mung beans and rice mm-hmm. and even to this day my mum she whenever I come here she always says to me oh what do you want to eat what do you want to eat I'm not a foodie and I said Mom, whatever you make I'm happy with that I'm happy with that so yeah that that's what my parents taught me
0: awesome and who and what are your inspirers?
1: Everyday people, people like yourself, people like my friends, people that I see outside. Everyday people like, I'm not not one for the celebrity culture at all. People like uh, Sir Captain Tom Moore, when he was doing that walk on his Zimmer frame or um, people that have silently silently done things unseen and then you get to hear about them or you know people in your community doing things people that don't shout about things yeah that sort of things really really inspire me and life inspires me life and I inspire myself yes I really do I never thought I would say that but I inspire myself I really really do and it just again, going back to what I've achieved and also from, because with what I was going through um, in the last couple of years, my friends telling me um, what they'd seen and I'm like, wow, okay. Okay. So that that in itself, I'm like, oh, okay, that's great. So yeah, I'm an inspiration to myself.
0: Yeah. And when we were having this chat, um, you were sharing that you don't want to go back to the person you were say two three years ago because really? that would mean it's the person who um, uh, had the you know challenge with cancer and what you see yourself as is being uh, a, a, a better version of yourself and improving yourself each time yes. and moving forward yes. and um, yeah uh, and for those of you who've done the uh, uh, gratitude in journal course it's I shared with a group it's the Matthew McConaughey Um, video that we had shared um, uh, on on the course um, related to that you know where he sees himself 10 years down the line as being the person he wants to um, be so that was him being his best version and that's who he was chasing not any other celebrity but himself in the future
1: it's so so important because so much is so much has changed and you know, I look at myself in old photographs. This is only photographs from three years ago, and as silly as it may sound, I don't recognise myself. Um, it's really, it's it's a bit like a snake shedding its skin, but more like I should say a phoenix, a phoenix rising from the yeah. ashes. That sounds better. Yeah, and
0: yeah, um, I was going to say that. <laughs> it's like a phoenix, an energy. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, and, uh, and I don't know what the future holds. All I know, it's going to be big, it's going to be bright, and it's going to be full of curly hair. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fantastic. Brilliant. No, thank you. So that brings us to the end of you know, all the core uh, uh, questions that we have. Um, is there anything um, that we haven't asked that you'd like um, to answer or anything else you'd like to share before uh, we move on? just you know
1: people who whoever's listening out there just you know know your know your own strength and know your own happiness and you are you are enough of who you are don't let anyone tell you any difference you are enough and you're beautiful there you go (laughs) wonderful
0: beautiful message thank you for that um so um I am aware we are a little bit past our advertised time. But I hope um, as many of you can stay on for just a little bit longer. If you do have any questions, uh, please pop them in the chat. But I am going to just move on and share a few more uh, things while um, uh, while we have some of those questions. through. So uh, Karupa's website is yogananny.com and uh there you can find more information and uh, uh, and yeah find more information and see is your schedule of the different activities you've got going on throughout the week on the website um,
1: the the the, the schedule is probably not up to date because of all the covid and whatever but if people want to get hold of me my phone number is the best one to get in touch of me on yeah or- if, if you've got my Instagram, I don't know if you've got my Instagram on there or whatever.
0: Uh, I haven't, but um, what we can do is if, yeah, if you contact me, I can pass it on uh, in that way. And then what we can do is also um, if you maybe pass me um, those linkages I can put them onto the Happy Life Habits community sure. group and okay. share it out at there. Or also possibly an email to the group um, who have attended after the event. So we can can get that through um, in that manner. So that's great. And yeah, thank you so much uh, for sharing. Um, So we're going to go into the Q&A in a moment, but uh, just a quick feedback um, that we'd like to do. So I'm going to just pull up the poll um, and just ask you guys, have a think about your zero to 10 um, uh, that we had at the beginning. And now at the end of the event, what is your happiness level? And just let us know, is the same as it was at the start of the event? Is it higher or is it less? Um, uh, question two, what would you recommend? Um, Happy Life Habits Inspiration Point podcast. And if you know of um, anyone who may be a good um, to take part in a future episode, um, please um, say yes and let us know. Um, as I said, this is the last um Episode of uh, Series Three, so in total we've had eighteen episodes. All of them will be put onto the website um, in due course, but many of them are already up there. And it's, it's been twelve weeks back to back of Series Two and Series Three um, throughout this lockdown period that we've been each week, you know, coming together and sharing these uh, sessions. So, would love um, you guys to uh, share uh, that uh, with us. Um, there is uh, also, uh, um, a Google review I would um, like if you guys are able to do that to let us know your experience of either the podcast or those we have on any other activities that um, Happy Life Habits have done. The link is there, but it's also on the website and the on, on the blog page and on my um, WhatsApp status as well. So I would love you to um, give us a Google um, review um, to just let us know um, how... Um, either inspiration point or any other other activities like how it's done has impacted you, how you've benefited, what you've gained from it, and that will then help us um, to well get some feedback and also move forward um, in the future and let more people know about uh, these things. So I'm just going to give you another 30 seconds um, before stopping um, a poll. Uh, okay, Yeah, so last chance if anyone wants to share anything on that cool so let's see so we've done that um, again a quick thank you to balance consultancy very grateful for sponsoring this whole series and uh, making you know it possible to have all of these episodes and also sponsoring series two as well so cool. this whole 12 weeks uh, balance consultancy have been our partners in supporting with us so Um, I am going to come to see if there's any questions so far. Um, Let's see. There's lots of positive comments. Um, Very inspiring, amazing attitude to life. Thank you. Such a wonderful attitude. Um, Great series. Uh, Thanks for sharing the stories. Lots of positive energy and you give us uh, that you give, which helps the listeners too. Uh, Karupa you're a true inspiration, thanks for sharing, Feeling good, so no questions as yet, but I'll give it another um, 30 seconds or so, um, I've already shared about the event tomorrow, I've shared about the 21 day challenge, and uh, we've mentioned, you know, the Happy Life Habits in journal training course. Um, two sets of dates in June, in November as well mid um, of the month at the end of Mental Health Awareness Week the price does go up so you can look in for that course on the current price for the June or the November it's fantastic value, it's a money back guarantee, you've got nothing to lose and really a lot um, to gain uh, from taking part in the course Um, ways to be in touch with um, Happy Life Habits and the other thing I'd really like to just also um, share is if any of you are in um, a working environment or uh, organization or a community group where some of the things that we share in happy life habits could be um, beneficial especially during mental health awareness week or just general talks in general please do let me know I'm really looking to expand out into um, those arenas of um, corporate work uh, uh, internet works and community groups and so forth so would appreciate that. Um, so, we have a question from Angel. Anchil, do you want to come off mute and ask it? Hey. Hello. Thank you so
2: much for sharing. Yeah, welcome. Yeah, I was, you know, at the beginning when you were talking about the things that make you really happy and the small things and children and the sunshine and nature and all that kind of stuff. Has that evolved into what it is today? Or do you think that those things have always made you happy? I'm just interested in how your happiness journey has evolved.
1: Good question. Uh, I would say that it has evolved because Mm. I wasn't, I was, I wasn't that connected to myself. Um, in my earlier year, I'd say my teens and twenties, I absolutely hated the person I was. And so I didn't want anything to do with myself and sort of that, that, and so I was always looking for external things that made me happy, sort of really thinking that I needed to buy people's friendship or, Go way beyond what I needed to to for people to like me, or it was all material, or I was it's because I just didn't like myself. And so, how ha-
0: hello, yeah, we can hear you.
1: Yeah, and so I think as I began to um, realize from from the heartache and from being let down and sort of finding really that people were using me or it just wasn't it just something just didn't feel right inside and then I just thought what is it that really makes me happy and so then I again brought it back to myself but it took years and years and years of working on myself internally and thought what really makes me happy and spending time by myself and sort of thinking well why do I think maybe like this phone makes me happy why do I think this phone makes me happy or why do I think going to this place is going to make me happy and then sort of breaking it all down and realizing it is the simple things that make me happy what makes me genuinely laugh what makes me genuinely smile from myself from my being and it's noticing that noticing what turns the corners of my mouth up? What turns the corners of my mouth down? And the things that I was chasing realistically turned the, the corners of my mouth down. And that's when I thought, nah, I've got to know what makes me happy. And it was, it was the things that can never be taken away from me, like the sunshine, like um, snow on a crispy snowy day. And hot chocolate in your hands and all those sort of things <laughs> so yeah that that's that's how that evolved it did evolve
2: you're so right about thinking that other people will make us happy yeah um, it's so easy to fall into that trap of the virtual likes and the number of people uh, on your instagram page or your f- number of friends and all that kind of stuff yes. so, it's easily done for sure.
1: Yes, absolutely, absolutely. I'm just
2: wondering, was there a tool or something that helped you uh, embark on that journey or process?
1: (sighs) (laughs) Oh, I have a massive tool bag, a massive (laughs) tool bag. Not that I use the tools all the time. (laughs) I would say meditation. Meditation on on the simple things sometimes people think meditation is hard yes when you sometimes people see meditation as as a structured thing and and it's just really sort of for me it was drawing back to that silent place and uh, talking to myself and getting to know myself again through the yoga through working on myself through going through counseling and debunking a lot of things so I would say meditation and yoga have really, really helped because I've really sort of tuned into myself. Okay. Yoga is a personal journey for everyone. People often ask me, why is yoga so good? And it's, it's so many reasons that it's different for everyone. It's only when you practice it that you really understand it. It's like when I started yoga um, I wouldn't say I was really 100% liking myself and knowing myself, but through my journey of yoga, it really changed it and I got to know the real me. And that's what I'm beginning to embrace. And it's changed, it changed my thought pattern and the way in which I deal with things and approach things. And as I said, peeling back all the unnecessaries in life So I would say yoga meditation is one of the biggest tools and making things simple. Life itself is simple. It's humans that complicate
0: it. Yeah. And really also with what things you shared, it's making those things consistent and making them part of your uh, daily habit. And it's over time that, the results start yes you're right it's
1: the habit it's the habit of consistency because if you do something for five days it's not going to cut the mustard but if you do it consistently yes it's a bit of it may be a bit of a challenge at the beginning but then as you embrace it and allow it to happen embracing and allowing something to happen inviting it that's that's key as well
0: brilliant now thank you so Uh, we do um need to um uh, wrap up and close the session. thank you and for that um uh, we will look to arrange a a future inspiration point session where we can just invite um everyone in um and not have a a a, a core guest speaker but we can ask each other the questions of what makes you happy what inspires Mm -hmm. you what's one of your favorite books what's one of your favorite quotes and hear from each other so i would love um uh, to do that if there's interest let me know and we can arrange that but The parting message, I think, uh, touching upon what um, you just shared is a quote I remember reading very recently and you know, been at the forefront. It's when we. Holding on to happiness is the seed, sharing happiness is the flower or the fruit. So that's uh, a parting um, reflection or thought to take away. So
1: um,
0: Thank you, Karupa, and everyone for joining us on um, Inspiration Point podcast, not just this episode, but um, the whole series and the journey thus far. And as mentioned, we hope to be back um, later in the year, but we do need your help to have um, people come on board to share their journeys and stories, as well as um, help people know about um, um, the podcast uh, episode. So uh, please do help with that as and when you can. And Have an awesome um, rest of the day and rest of the week. And we'll see you at one of our future Happy Life Habit um, events um, um, happening soon. Take care, all. And thank you so much. Bye-bye.
1: Thank you for
2: joining. Thanks. Bye.